0: Love Talk Radio. Peggy Amanisi, your host of Signs Your Loved Ones Send Us. We have a live show every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype or calling in at 1 347 838 9201. I have a question for you all Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers or butterflies? rainbows. There's so many ways that our loved ones come through, and my show sets out to show you. Uh, We have many intuitive meetings on the show, and special guests, and we give readings, and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you. Good evening, all. This is Peggy. Welcome to my show. I have been off for a few weeks. Uh, I've had a couple deaths again in my family. Not family, but friends and what have you. And that's what our show is about. Um, Tonight we're going to do a little bit of a different show. Um, We're going to talk about there's no such thing as coincidence. Um, It's actually I call God incidents. And what I want to explain to you uh, about that, and then we'll be taking some of your calls. All coincidences have meaning. Every action you take creates a ripple in the universe. There's no such thing as a chance or coincidence. Synchronicity springs from the deepest source of destiny. Synchronicity is the law of unity. We are all linked through our unconscious. Even though I'm not big on new age, um, and, you know, I believe my beliefs, and um, I think a lot of you feel the same way, that there is no coincidence. Things seem to happen to us all the time, and no explanation for it. So, <clears throat> Let me explain a little bit more about synchronicity to you. We are all connected by unknown forces. You unconsciously telegraph your thoughts to others. There's no separation between you and anyone or anything. Everything past, present, and future is linked. The rules of cause effect do not apply to synchronistic events. Any movement, no matter how small, is eventually felt by us all. Energy has memory. We're all made of energy. According to laws of physics, energy and matter cannot be created or destroyed. Your thoughts are energy. Therefore, your thoughts can never be destroyed. Your thoughts are immortal. Your consciousness creates space, time, and matter. According to physics, when your mind observes something, you change that something. It's called the observer effect. You make the future happen. Your mind is holographic. Each part of it has knowledge of the whole. In the same way that each cell of your body has information about your whole body. Your mind has information about the whole universe. Scientists can clone, duplicate <clears throat> duplicate an organism using a single cell. All the information of the whole in a single cell. We all begin as a single cell in each cell. All the information in, of life is present. Consciousness, your thoughts, create everything in your future. Your mind goes beyond space and time and actually creates them. Okay, belief is <clears throat> okay, belief is the trigger. Okay, your consciousness can make things happen directly, but a much easier way to organize available chance events in your favor. Chance events align themselves to your advantage when you focus your attention on them. You are capable of doing this, but most don't believe they can do this. Belief is the trigger for synchronicity, the law of attraction, and any psychic ability. If you don't believe that you can't activate this extraordinary gift, you must consciously force your mind to influence your life. It's one simple step that changes your life immediately. Have you ever noticed that when you're ready to receive something, you normally do? Have you ever had a perfect day where everything went just right? People and things just appeared at exactly the right moment. That's synchronicity. If you arrived a few seconds earlier or later, things uh, would not have turned out the same. Timing is everything. You were in the right place at the right time. It wasn't luck or chance. You seemed to be in perfect harmony with your surroundings. Okay, what is synchronicity? Okay, um, hold on one second here. Uh, how do I explain it to you? Synchronicity is the unconscious awareness of life. is a set of messages. These messages are life-changing. Synchronicity is... An unlikely or impossible coincidence that cannot be explained by luck or chance. It's also like prophecy. When you are in sync with the thing that you want, you are most likely to meet that thing. That is why similar people always seem to meet. They are tur- turn- turned into or tuned into the same frequency. As the saying goes, when the student is ready, the master appears. When your vibra- vibration matches that which you seek, you are designed destined to collide when your frequency is the same as what you desire the universe will always find a way to give you what you want if you switch on a radio you won't hear anything clearly unless you tune it into the right frequency only when you tune in, you can hear it clearly what you think is intuition is actually a strong signal signal from the universe well that was a script i usually don't read scripts i kind of wing it when i do my show and what have you but I have had major synchronicities in my life, more so lately, more more so lately than uh, ever, ever crazy people showing up that I haven't seen in years, and linked to other things. Um, lost a neighbor a week ago, a very close neighbor, and somebody from my old neighborhood shows up, not to my neighborhood, but somewhere I, where I was. And then, as we're talking, one thing led to another, and all of a sudden. I realized my next door neighbor, where I live now, four miles from where I grew up, his sister owned the house that that person showed up that I haven't seen maybe four times thirty-five, forty 35, 40 years. So that's what tonight's show is about. I mean, we'll maybe get to some readings, but we're going to talk about synchronicities in our lives. So I'm going to, um, I got the board lit up here now, so I'm going to take some callers and, um, Remember, our show is about signs our loved ones send us also. It's not about career moves and things like that, unless it's linked to your loved ones or what have you that you've lost. Um, my show is about healing. Um, I especially like to reach out to people that have lost children. I've lost two of my own to cystic fibrosis, and um, that's what put me on this path to my, my journey now to help others through this. So I've had callers been waiting here since even before the show, so I'm going to pick up our first caller. Let me say hello first and tell me your first name and what part of the country or the world you're from, as our show is worldwide. Hello. Okay, hold on. Hello?
1: Hello, this is Nathaniel from California.
0: Hi, Nathaniel from California. How can we help you tonight?
1: Oh, I'm just uh, waiting for the storm to come in, I guess. Okay.
0: Okay. The perfect storm? (laughs) There's no perfect storm. (laughs) I'm in New York, so I don't know. (laughs) Don't follow the weather. Yeah, I'm in New York. But our show is worldwide, so we get people calling from all over the place. Um, Is there anything you want to contribute to our show, which is about synchronicity tonight, things that have happened in your life? that um, I don't call them coincidences. I call them God incidents uh, because things happen, and there seems to be no reason for it. But then eventually you find a reason, like... You're supposed to be in the right place at the right time, and that's why these things happen. Have you ever experienced anything like that, Nathaniel?
1: Well, many times. Even today, I could bring up an instance where I needed some money to buy some uh, vitamins, and mm-hmm. a, friend, a friend called me up and wanted me to come down with my computer and help him out, and he said he'd give me $20, so that would that helped me get the vitamins today that I needed Wow! Some t- cool. Some tim. What is it called? Tumeric for for my legs and uh, some valerian mm-hmm. uh, to help to help sleeping. Mhm. Is there? Uh, um.
0: You want to tell us a little bit about Nathaniel? Um. Uh, what career wise? What your life's been about? What we can help you with? Yeah. Or tell us a little bit about you. Well,
1: you see. You see, I, I know quite a bit about astrology, or at least some astrologies that's called personology. There's one, a personology that's a study of a face, you know, like the hand, you know, it'll tell you like a lot about your face, you know, what, what that means. But I do mm-hmm. another a personology where each day has a certain uh, definition about it. Like Einstein was born the day of relativity, and Lincoln was born the day of the unifier. Right. And Jimi Hendrix was wow. born the day of, of electrifying excitement. Mm-hmm. You, probably you probably didn't know this, but well, uh, I'm not really.
0: I, I don't really. I mean, I don't really follow astrology. I mean, I I, I know about it, but I'm not a big. Um, not that I'm not an advocate of it. I just don't really. Um, I don't know that much about it. You know, uh, you is a, that what you, you do a... for a living, Nathaniel, or or what do you do for no. a living? You mind me asking? Or?
1: No, actually, I'm a security guard right now, but I've been uh, a musician all my life, seeking uh, to be uh, somewhat of a paid musician. But uh, mm-hmm. it's been a long road, and um, I'm thinking if uh, you know, I'm thinking now that I'm much older. You know, a lot of people would tell me to give up, but I want to pursue my passion. You mm-hmm. know, just and so I'm I'm hoping you know, and they're telling me that it's going to pay off you know, mm-hmm. if I keep speaking music a lot of people will quit at the age of you know, twenty five they say, you know, on something that well I'm, I'm, I'm too old to make it now.
0: You're never and, too you old, know, Nathaniel. I'm sixty one th- and I started the show a year ago. You're never too old. And I've had everything against me to, to to further what I've a gift I've had since I was a child that I just came out at sixty that I'm intuitive. Okay? So you're yeah, never too old. No, never. I want to tell our listeners, never give up. If you have a dream or passion, it's like the law of attraction. You put it out there, you want it bad enough, you're going to get it. You're going to find a way to get it, just like you got that $20 today.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, that, you know, that manifested itself. You know, money manifests itself in a way. And I actually have a job. I'm, I'm living in uh, Barstow now, which is a very uh, desolate, desert place. And I, mm-hmm. I have a job. I have a job interview. They want to hire me at the House of Blues in Hollywood for a security wow. post. But I wow. have to get out okay. there. And that would be uh, somewhat, you know, a way to get in, you know, Carlos Santana's band if I happen to, you know, happen to tune his guitar right for him or, you know, fill mm-hmm. in or get to, talk to him about some stuff. I know he works with the Angels. Carlos works with the Angels quite a bit. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh you know just something like that so i'm hoping you know that uh well i almost know that it'll manifest sooner or later <laughs> you know it has to.
0: it's part of the um the god incidents like i said
1: yeah, you know yeah. you
0: you you, st- you step in it you you walk through that door and as you walk into that door there are other rooms so they open up that's part of the law of attraction kind of like life when we we leave this earth we open the door to our, our next part of our journey which is they call death but there is none because we are all we are all energy we don't die we just transition okay and what you're talking about is a form of transitioning you know getting a step in as a security guard and i have nothing wrong with that by the way because i have a son that's one and going from there getting the right foot in the right door so um is there anything else you'd like to contribute because I do have some other callers we may be able to get back to you. Um do, have you lost loved ones anyone close to you or have you ever had any kind of um intuitive reading um you know
1: Oh oh you know I'm born in the day of ironic insights so my whole life has been a devoted I've been into astrology my whole life and I have mm-hmm. a whole list of people that I know that have passed besides, you know, my mother and father and my aunts and uncles. Uh, I knew Mm -hmm. a guy that died of AIDS, Dennis Roberts, 30 years ago. I knew a girl that I believe was murdered or something by her family, Ann Johansson. And uh, there was another uh, friend of my girlfriend's uh, that died in a car accident. And, you know, I've known Mm -hmm. other people, parents and mothers that have passed away. And uh, I knew a girl. But have you ever Hitler's had signs
0: shuttle. from them? That the shows about the oh. signs. Have you received signs from yes. them? Have oh, you received yeah. messages from them?
1: Yes. And oh, actually, okay. I've, I've known when they die. Somehow, William than I call up and I go, Hey, did, uh, Lynette, did Tom die? And she goes, Oh, mm-hmm. how you know? And I just, right. I just thought, I just kind of had a feeling he died.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Have you ever read anybody? Have you ever felt like an intuitive medium yourself? Or oh yes. Because we all. Well, what I'm saying is, I believe we can't. We're not all intuitive mediums like me, or maybe you, or whoever else. We're kind of like the musician thing. You can get it, put a kid on a piano, doesn't know anything, and play chopsticks. We all have intuition. We all have the capability of doing certain things, but we're not all going to be Mozarts. Is what I'm saying. So, I consider what I do kind of the Mozart of intuitive oddness we all have we all come here with it to a point. so what do you feel the degree you have with your intuitiveness with um do you feel yeah, like you could sit down and I mean, walk into a room clarify whatever you want to call it you know whatever but just do you feel like you can sit in a room and look at somebody and bring their loved one through, or has that ever happened to you?
1: Oh, many times. I, I can actually guess birthdays, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes, uh, you know, I'll get a feeling and just, you know, it'll happen, you know, if I get, you know, you have to get your thoughts out of the way and be a right. clear channel of light and, uh, right. just, you know, let it result that reveal yourself to you.
2: hmm
0: Did you want to, um, you know, when you called into the show, what was your main goal? Just to talk about uh, the synchronicities or your music career or were you looking for an answer or what?
1: Yeah, I was hoping from some medium, from uh, someone that I knew that passed, one of the many people that I've known. I I have like 25 people written down here uh, that Mm -hmm. I knew uh, that I've written down. I go, how many people I know that passed? And it's really Do you ordered. have? Um,
0: I'm I'm the only medium on the show tonight. I always did. Sometimes, a lot of times I have other mediums, and I'm a little out of sync because I've I've had a lot of losses the past couple of weeks.
2: Uh, um, but
0: lot. I'm feeling an Eleanor or an Ellen around you. Do you have anybody on that list by that name, or someone associated with you?
1: Uh, not at this time. Not that I know about. But I know that you know. Somebody was saying there was a Mike, and then I noticed that uh, Mike Thomas died in high school of a heroin overdose. Wait,
0: wait, wait, uh, wait. wait. So, what do you mean somebody was saying Mike? Because I I'm the only one on the show. So who said Mike?
1: No, no, no. I I've called in another show for another reading. Oh, someone's oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I've, I've I've listened to over fifty thousand shows on Smart Talk Radio.
0: Oh, okay. Cool.
1: Cool. And I've I had a okay. show a few years ago on a Blog Talk, and uh, my computer doesn't work good enough for me to uh, <clears throat> do a show.
0: Right, right. Well, I, I don't remember, because usually I don't remember my reads because if I accumulated all the... Everyone that I read in all the shows, I I would be on overload. Even Einstein couldn't do that. So I'm sorry I don't remember doing it. But I am feeling an Ellen, Eleanor, something like that around you right now.
2: Hmm. And
0: I don't know who, whether maybe it's a deceased grandmother, aunt, someone, uh, someone in the family. It could be, so if, could if, be
1: if, a Helen. could be a Helen. What's her name? Helen. You're saying Ellen. It's Ellen. Mm-hmm. Both my grandmother's names were Helen, and you're saying Ellen.
0: Oh, well, very close. I, they don't always come through clear, you know? They don't yeah, always... No and always that's both your grandmother's it, names. Wow.
1: Yeah, both grandmas coming through, yeah. No, that's a Helen, I think we are saying, not a Ellen.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Well, I was feeling Ellen or Ellen. I don't know why, but, uh, you know, that happens sometimes. It's very close. I could have said... Uh, well, I could have said Roberta, you know, <laughs> but I came close to what you're, you know, and it's not even just a guessing. It's, I don't always hear them clearly. Some people I'm I'm right on with. Are they both deceased, both your grandmothers?
1: Yes, they died quite some time ago. They died in the 70s.
0: Okay. And well, my honey, mom, it doesn't matter. We, we bring in... people through that died in the 1800s, so it's no biggie. Right. You know, because no, remember yeah. I said, no one dies. No one dies. Um, yeah. okay. Okay. Um... Okay, I have a couple things I'll say to you, and then I'm going to you know, have to move on to another core because our board is lit up. Um, question for you. Um, who digs Ritz crackers? Who, Who's into Ritz crackers? <laughs> they come with stupid messages, and if you're not getting it, write it down. Does I one of them Ritz like Cr- Ritz crackers? Or did, when you went to their house, they always give you Ritz crackers or something?
1: You know, I think my mom liked Ritz, Kr- Ritz crackers.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of us like him. It's just something very significant with him. Was it a big thing with her?
1: Uh, you know, uh, maybe not that big. She smoked and drank coffee more.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Alrighty. Now, I'm just, I'm feeling a connection with Ritz Quarkers. I don't know. Write it down. It may not mean something or it may come to you an hour from now or a week from now. But whoever's giving you the message, and obviously it's the grandmothers, you know. And, um, you know, something with the Ritz crackers. I have no idea what the heck that means. I have no idea. Who was the big one that liked to cook? Uh, the one who cooked a lot, the soups. Who made the soups?
1: Probably uh, you know, like
0: pea, soup. um, pea
1: soup. I think that must have been my grandmother.
0: You think or you know?
1: I don't know. I I really haven't been around, you know, I really wasn't around my uh, grandmother's home that much, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I was around more my father's uh, mother, I think I was Mm -hmm. around her home. I'm not so sure that, uh, see, uh, my my other grandmother, Helen, she lost her husband in about 1960, and that was Mm -hmm. when I was only about three, so... You know, mm-hmm. I never really saw. I, I think she lived in an apartment after that, so I never really saw her. You know, mm-hmm. cooking. Thing. Usually, she usually came. Well, over you know what? Write,
0: write the write, write the Ritz crackers down and the pea soup, oh, and yeah.
1: talk to Ellen maybe some relatives
0: and see what the connection yes. is with that. Because I'm gonna, I gotta take the next caller because you know I want to give everybody a turn. Okay. But uh, is there anything else you want to ask? Quick, and then I'll, if you want I'll put you on hold and maybe come back to you if we have time. And maybe what, while you're uh, thinking, maybe something else will come up.
1: Um, if there's something, you know, if there's some information you could let me know about, uh, that would be great. Uh, you know, either involving money, because I, I'm not really, I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, I just barely made the rent this month, and I'm really... Okay.
0: I'm feeling, you know, you said you were going to make this move to this thing in Hollywood, but you need a way to get out there, right? Right, right. Uh, this this job and and it's it, it's kind of like uh, maybe possibly get you into the music, even though you'll be going into security. Right? I think I, th- there's got to be a way. There has to be a way. It's not coming to me right now, but I think that's a foot in the door for your dream. I really do. I really do. Did huh. you who played the trumpet? Who played the trumpet?
1: Me, me, me. Yes, me and uh. Is that what you did? Well, no. I Oh, I'm okay. The I play guitar. Well, I was singing the guitar, drum. but
0: I'm singing trumpet, too. I'm seeing a trumpet. And not everybody. I can play yeah. guitar because everybody plays guitar. But I'm also sing, you know, seeing a trumpet, so I was wondering if that was related to you.
1: I did play uh, as a child, and the, tr- the trumpet I got, a lot of people start out with instruments that are, aren't are so good. And since they mm-hmm. don't have any talent, it's even harder to learn. You know. No, so I know. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: also playing. a musician, so I know the deal. I if play I keyboard and I trumpet. play guitar. Yeah. yeah, but,
1: but you, did did, you did you
0: did play trumpet there for a little
1: bit? Oh yeah, I took a, I took a trumpet in the school band in in, okay. in elementary All right.
0: school. All right, and, Well, uh, you know what? Think about what I I told you. I'm going to put you on hold if that's okay, and then maybe we'll come back because we still have an hour and a half. If you want to yeah. hold on, and something else may come up because they they pop in when they feel like popping in. I don't go looking for them, you know. And uh you know how that works. So um I'll okay. put you on hold and maybe we'll be able to give you some more info. Okay?
1: Okay, maybe it'll come to you.
0: Okay, and I'll tell you, there is a synchronicity. Your name is Nathaniel. That was my grandfather's name, my brother's middle name, and my uncle's name. So we have a synchronicity right now.
1: you I actually study okay. names. I actually study names and know how to change your name to create a new vibration.
0: Oh really? Cool. We so I'd I know, like I, to maybe do a show on that we'll
1: I know
0: right. the vibration of names, so, you know. Okay, cool. I'd like to hear I about think,
1: that. I don't think anybody else knows really very much about I mean, they know things, but they don't know know about this.
0: Well, I, I also have done shows on, like, the numbers and what the numbers mean and what have you, the angel numbers. and Just numbers in general. And we're, we are all based. And the script I was reading, actually, was a little more about that, and it goes into that, about the... Um, you know, our, our, we are all vibration. We are all, you know, part right. of the new, the numbers, part of... it's it, it, it can, I can go on all night about that. But, Daniel, I'm going to put you on hold, and maybe we can come back okay. to this, because that sounds like an interesting topic, okay? Let me just see what the other callers have to contribute about the synchronicities, and um, hopefully we can get it's, back to you.
1: Good luck with your grief process, too. I'm, I'm really concerned about you, about that. You My what? A, your grief process with the people that you've lost... Recently. Oh
0: yeah, no. I, I I've lost quite a few, including two children and many other brother and sister, deaf two nephews, a lot of people. I deal with it. This is how I deal with it. You know, I have belief. I know they're fine. I miss them here, like anybody else would. And people go, well, if you're intuitive, why does it bother you? Because I miss the everyday. I miss the what everyday a thing, and that's in
1: what a celebration we'll have in death, or what seems to be death. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Mine come to come me all the time. Mine,
0: m- mine are here all the time around me, So I'm, but I would rather have them the other way around me, you know what I mean? Coming home for dinner and goofing with me that way, you know? So I have peace that way, thank goodness, but uh, I know this is my job. This is the path that the Lord put me on, and I have to help other bring others closer to Him. And I had to, unfortunately, go through all this to do this, and I would have n- never wanted to go through any of this, I, you know. But uh, it is what Super. it is, and we'll is. I'm sorry?
1: Super. We'll talk soon.
0: Okay, Nathaniel, I'm going to put you on hold, okay? Thank you for calling in. Hold on. Okay, the next uh, call in line is a Skype caller. Just let me know first name and where you're from, please. Just first names, please. Hello? Hello? Okay, I guess I didn't want to talk. Okay, I'm going to put them back on hold. That's a Skype caller. I'm going to pick this one up. Hello? Hello?
2: Hello? Hello? Hello,
0: can you hear me? Hello, hello. Oh, actually, I know who this is, hi, Trish. Yeah, I, did, I Trish. thought you were saying it. it
2: was the Skype caller. I'm sitting here listening.
0: No, 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 no. I pick up the Skype caller, but they didn't. Um, they don't want to talk. They're just listening. I just realized that. Um, what's oh, going on hi. with you, Trish? How are you?
2: Oh, I'm all right. How are you? <sighs>
0: Uh, I think you know pretty much that something else happened this week and got them down. Um, a child in my neighborhood was uh, the result. She had her and her mother. Uh, she passed, six years old, on Sunday, on Easter Sunday. And um, the neighborhood cool. I grew up in, I'm friends with both sides of the family. It's it's a pretty rough one, another rough one.
1: Had to my neighbor's
0: funeral the Sunday before and now this and... I'm just getting kind of used to this. It's like I got to keep going, you know, and I can't take everything to heart, but this is disturbing the whole community. They found her, or the father came in. I've been friends with the father's sister since we were teenagers. She used to sleep in my house. Uh, the other brother to him was a good friend of mine. We used to hang out. The other sister used to work for me, and then the mother's family lived on my street, and this happened right around the corner from where I grew up. And where I owned my house in 2001. So this was rough. And it's been all, it's been, I guess, national news. Uh, you know, six year olds found dead. The mother unconscious. It wasn't carbon monoxide. There's suspicions. But until the police reports come in, we can't, you know, we don't know. The mother's still, she's yeah, in the so. hospital, very critical. And the child's gone. Yep. Yeah.
2: So I it was a tough one. One. I just saw another one that said a father and seven kids.
0: Oh yes, I saw that carbon. The carbon monoxide. Yes, I did. I read about that too. It's just been. This is terrible. I mean, you've all well, Chris. and I know each other through our grieving parents groups, and um, I also counsel other grieving parents. And uh, these are closed groups. And Chris lost his son a year ago, November fourteenth. Um, Chris, you know, tonight we're going to talk. Uh, like I said, tonight we're uh, kind of on, not offbeat subject, but about the synchronicities. You want to relate some of the synchronicities in your life that's happened, or? Tell the listeners, like, things that have happened that... Crazy stuff. I mean, you know, the synchronicities. Like, stuff you didn't expect well, to happen, you know? Not the... Well, coi- I, I mean, they're not coincidences. How do you feel about that? Tell the listeners what you feel well, about it. If, tell whatever really stories have... you want.
2: Well, I can tell about the... On eleven eleven was my da- granddaughter's uh, anniversary. And I debuted uh mm-hmm. with the three kids. And then... Um, the one that has special needs, I had to give her a time-out because she had thrown something. Mm-hmm. And the bigger right. sister, you know, she says, when she sits for her time-out, she says, Uncle Ryan died. Now, what's that? that's not, you know, that's just can't be. She just came out with that. Three days later, my son was dead, you know, yeah. and a car accident. So, I don't know. Like, you that's not even
0: really up? a synchronicity. That's a premonition. That's a difference. It's a premonition.
2: Yeah. I, I, synchronicities
0: are more like uh, being in the right right place at the right time, the wrong place at the wrong time type of deal. But that yeah. is definitely, I think your granddaughter's gifted. I mean, well, we know, I, we've talked before.
2: I've not seen a, uh, a lot of the synchronicity. I mean, as far as many things, like, you know, your father and my father have the same birthday to... It's just mm-hmm. every day, you know, it's like something else. Um, right. Somebody will say, you know, it's somebody's birthday or they give dates. Uh, you know, if it's not the same birthday, it's the same name. Mm-hmm. If it's not
0: the, it's constant. Well, that's like you the know, caller that just called. I had accidentally picked him up because they, they, they did it to me again. They've changed my board around and it's got me so confused. I wish they'd let us know in advance. So I'm picking up calls before the show that I shouldn't be picking up. I didn't know because they have all these... Different uh, log- logos and different things on here now that I'm not even familiar with, so they changed it since I been on the show a couple weeks ago. But anyhow, it turns out his name is Nathaniel, which is, like I said, my grandfather's name, my mother's father, my my uncle, my mother's brother, and my brother's middle name. So there's a synchronicity there. You and I have the synchronicity of March 8th, both our father's birthday. Your son died on my brother's birthday. Your name is the same my as my sister, Patricia Ann. Birthday. Yeah, yep. my we have a birthday. lot of synchronicity.
2: Tons mm-hmm. of, them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we have tons of them, and you know we'll probably bring the thing back on because the the board's lit up, but I think we're gonna have enough time to pick people back up again, Because um, 'cause I'd like to find out that other thing he's talking about what he he was just talking about that sounds a little yeah, different, just, you know yeah. I, yeah I was I was getting into that, I was getting into that, yeah, yeah. um, I'll tell you the, the synchronicity name, with the me, and name, you, you and I talked what did he say
2: the I'm name? Still, Something with names. that he can change
0: the names by the vi- or change the, the the vibrations by the names or something I'm not yeah. see, see this is why I like the show because I do know a lot, but I don't know everything and each time I open up uh to some a show like this on synchronicity, somebody else brings something else to the table that I don't even yeah. know and it's sixty one I don't even know about it, you know, so I kind of know mm-hmm. about the numerology stuff but not the what he was talking about, and that sounded quite interesting. So, Nathaniel, so I, I see that you're still on here. Hang in there, because uh, I think we're going to be able to talk about that a little bit. I had uh, major synchronicity. I'm going to tell everybody tonight. I don't know if I told you, because Chris and I do talk on occasion. Um, the last week, uh, about a week ago, uh, um, I've talked about it, and for my listeners that have never tuned into my show, I'm also a best-selling author on Amazon of the book "Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug: Outline of My Life." And the signs after my first child died of cystic fibrosis back on Mother's Day two thousand two. And um one of the things that uh happened since my second um, actually he's my fourth child, but the second child I've lost. I have four children, two live and healthy and two gone or moved on, uh transitioned. And um one of the things I talked about were uh, I have a, a site on Facebook called What Signs Tells You Your Loved Ones Are Still Around You. Long net, Little but it's a good page, okay? And um, one of the things I talked about is my Easter miracles every year, my Easter signs, you know? And I really, you know, for some reason this year, I didn't feel like I was going to get one. And that Thursday, they call it Maundy Thursday if you're Christian, uh, Holy Thursday. I took a ride. I, uh, I live in New York on the Hudson River. I've told about it on my show a million times. and uh, But I take a ride down to the dock. People sit there and chit-chat and fish and whatever. It's just getting away from the house because I have a mess. and It's hard for me to get around too much. So uh, I go down there and sit. And I'm sitting there, and uh, there's somebody feeding ducks and a man sitting in the car next to me. I don't recognize him. And a woman gets in the car, and I look over, and it was my neighbor from <laughs> when I was growing up. She's a... Uh, I think eight years younger than me, seven, eight years younger than me, lived uh, one house over from me. And talk about synchronicities in more than one way. This is off the hook. Uh, The day before, let's see, was it the week before, I guess, my next-door neighbor who was like family passed away, Harry. And um, I was very distraught because I do miss them here. Intuitive or not, we miss them here. And her and I, we start chill talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in years, blah, 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 blah. One thing led to another. And I grew up in this, I'm a, I shouldn't say snobby, I grew up in this town where everybody's like, they question everything. So I don't always tell everyone because I don't feel that everybody understands being an intuitive medium. So I try to, I, 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 I don't volunteer it to certain people, you know, unless they know it. And I, something made me tell her, and, I, and she was the last person that I think I would have normally told. And we go. She goes. Well, what are you doing? And I said, Well, I wrote a best-selling book. I got four other books coming out. I got a radio show. Blah 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 blah. And I'm a intuitive medium. And I looked at her, and she goes, Guess what? She goes, I get I get signs all the time. I I. She was. I'm telling you, she's the last person I ever expected to hear that out of her mouth. Okay. Now we went from that to talking an hour and a half, and all of a sudden I looked at her and I said, Who's Rose? And who's godmother? I mean, she's standing. Her mother had passed this girl when she was fifteen, by the way. And I said, "Who's Rose?" And she's standing by your mother. Who's godmother? And she looked me. She says, "Why have an aunt Rose?" And I said, "Yeah." And then she goes to me. Um, but as far as the godmother thing it didn't mean anything to her, so I guess she went home and she's talking to her husband, and it was driving her crazy. And she goes, well, you know, Peg says she's an intuitive medium. She'd never heard me do my work before. And she goes, but maybe she's having an off day. She's talking about this godmother thing. Well, she went to bed that night. That was Thursday, uh, Holy Thursday, Good Friday. The next day, she gets up, something wakes her up, says, I'm not going to say verbatim. I can't know exactly what was said to her. But they said they led her to this picture of her mother at her Holy Communion with the Aunt Rose standing next to her just like I told her and found out. She was the mother's godmother and never knew it. So that was kind of weird. Okay. Saturday came. You still there, Trish?
2: Yeah, I'm listening.
0: Okay. Okay, Saturday came, which is the day before Easter, and um, I get a phone call. Now one of these people, please call me before you come to my house because I do have a mess. It takes me a while to get to the door. I have to prepare before anybody comes because of my walking, what have you. And I get a phone call, and it's Pam, and she says, Peggy, I couldn't wait. I'm sorry to do this to you, but I have to show you something. I said, well, Pam, I'm kind of still in bed, and it takes me a while to get ready, blah, blah, blah. I won't go into full details. I said, give me about a half an hour, right? I said, okay, something's up here. She goes, I, have to, I can't leave. You have to see this. So I get ready. I go outside to meet her, and she hands me the picture of her mother. Just like I said, I saw in my vision, right? And she goes, I can't believe it. She goes, my hair is still standing on the back of my neck, even though she was intuitive. She goes, my hair is standing on the back of my neck. I said, wow, this is cool. And then she works in the, in the uh, schools. Uh, not schools, but she does the high educational stuff um, above the schools, plans and what have you. And she had bought a plaque for one of the fellow uh, advisors there. And what happened was, she hadn't given it to him. She goes, she wrapped this gift, and she hands it to me. She goes, this is meant for you. And what it read amazed me. It was about me helping people with children, basically, that that's what's what I'm supposed to be doing, basically, you know. So one thing led to another, and we had been talking about the neighborhood growing up where we grew up, and and she goes, do you remember any of the owners there? I said, yeah, I do. There was so-and-so, and then before that, I said, oh, there was this lady. We used to call her May West. She looked like May West. And I'm like, oh, dear God, it hit me. My neighbor that died, talk about synchronicity. My neighbor that died a week before that, his sister owned the house two doors down where Pam lived by me in Croton. So there was another synchronicity. And it's been bam, 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 bam with her. Well, then it goes into something else. Sunday comes, and this thing that made the news about the little girl passing, and, you know, the whole family grew up in my neighborhood, knew both sides of the family. Do you know this little girl where they found her dead was... uh, Right around the corner where Pam and I grew up, it was really strange. Very strange. Very what do you
2: strange. Mean, so he wasn't at her house. Where, where I didn't even hear the yes, story. Yes, they of- found the
0: little girl. They found they found the little girl dead in the bed, and the mother, I guess, on the floor. They revived the mother. She's in critical condition. The little girl's gone. Uh the grandfather there wasn't carbon monoxide because the grandfather, the mother's father, they were living in the house. She was, you know, not living with the father of the child. He's the one who discovered them. First they thought it was maybe carbon monoxide, but it wasn't because the grandfather was in the living room, didn't even know what was going on. And and um he he was not overcome with anything, so there was no carbon monoxide. So it's under investigation, but I really won't go into it because that's a- Police handling all that and what have you, but this was in my neighborhood, right down the street, right around the corner from both her and I, where this happened on Sunday. Now this girl yeah. comes into my life connected to my next door neighbor here, not even thinking about it that I totally forgot his house is around her house, and then it's the neighborhood I grew up in, and then this thing happens on Sunday, so that really blew me away. I, I was like, Oh dear God!
2: I did see something on the news about a six year old and a mother, and that they're investigating. A-
0: Yes, well, that's that's what that was that was my neighborhood, four miles from where yeah. I'm living now. So it's well, crazy, and, it is. and I'm. Yeah, it's, that's the story with that, and and it's been on. You know, not, I'm in New York, and it's been on, of course, the local stage, but it's also been on the New York City stations, which something that's considered big if it goes on the New York channels, you know. So I was like, oh my gosh, what is my connection? Except the fact of the matter is that I was friends with both the families. The mother, the the child's father, yeah, and the I child's mother's family.
2: with those people.
0: I'm like, sorry. With the
2: mother, did she look like she had been attacked or anything? You know, like a no. home invasion
0: no. or something. I don't know any of the details. No, she wasn't attacked. They, I, they, I kind of know about some of the suspicions. Um, there right now uh, some of the things, and I don't want to say anything because I'm not um, I'm not the police, and I don't know what they're doing or whatever. But they're saying on the news that it looks like a botched uh, uh, it was a murder. They they think a possible murder, botched suicide attempt. So, but until the police come out with it, I you know I can't say anything. I don't know. You know they they have they they know they'll they'll, they'll well no, they're doing tests and whatever. So, oh. but it was Easter Sunday in this house she was found. So it was, it's devastating. And then the fa- the grandfather that she lived with and the mother, which is the mother's father, the, the grandmother passed a couple years ago. She used to work with my late husband. So we, ha- I have a lot of connections to this, you know, and it's just really weird. And it's just weird to me that this girl in my neighborhood shows up, well, which is the neighborhood said, where this happened.
2: Uh, I even thought, I'm sorry? oh, my God, the guy that died with the seven kids, I think they said tonight's news that he had run out of uh, heat or something, oil, until mm-hmm. he was in a gas, uh, what do you call it, generator, and they think right. he died. I think they said the generator had run out of gas, and it was letting out, and I thought, imagine Yeah, that. Saying... yeah people in our country are running out of, you know, heat and stuff, and yet here they mm-hmm. are helping everyone else, and I don't sound need to be prejudiced. If people think I am, well, I'm sorry. This is America. If they can't help their own people, that's ridiculous. I know.
0: That's a whole nother show, though. That's a whole nother show.
2: Yeah, you is. Know, not to, that's
0: to, right. it, it is. I mean, it's a shame things that happen here. It really is, but, and it stinks.
2: That's it a stinks. lot of life, young life.
0: It stinks. It stinks. It really does. And that's I'll that's tell true. you, the yeah. town I grew up, there's been very few things that's happened like this. Um, the only other time was um, my father was also with the fire patrol. And I was a little girl. Uh, actually, it was the same road, but the other end of that road, um, they found a woman. She had murdered all three of her little girls and herself committed suicide. And that was That's something that. that devastated me my whole entire life because I was only a little kid. I remember my father because I was right near my house, you know, too, and walking everybody, all the fire trucks and all the ambulances going there. My dad's over there. And. He's telling me to go home, and, you know, nosy little Peggy had to see what's going on, and, you no, know, you need to go home, you need to go home, and it,
2: of course, you, you, you hear it, it devastated uh, me. I'm sorry? I'm sure you were intuitive back then, even, you know.
0: Well, well I, I bet I wasn't intuitive as a kid, I just thought I was a crazy kid, that's why. Back then, I didn't know, and... But it's kind of weird because I lived in a town of, like, 7,000 people. It's still not that many more now. It's a small town, and you don't have murders and stuff. I mean, we were able to actually leave our front doors open. You didn't worry about burglaries or, you know. And yeah. now now there's been two major things like this happening of little children. And, well, the other one happened in the early 60s, you know. But still, in a, it's out of the norm, out of the norm for anybody, you know. And now it's happened on the same street, but two different ends of the street, very near my home. You know, you know, yeah, I mean, we you had maybe done one done other done. murder there in all the history of the town. One, maybe two, but in all that I remember, even in the history of it, you know. So it's that was it's. It's Once been a very.
2: Guys, isn't there guys? Several guys in the neighborhood running around too. I'm sorry. Wasn't there some guys in the neighborhood running around, too,
0: disguising themselves as someone or something? No, that happened here at my house today. That happened, actually, oh. I had someone ring the doorbell. But well, that's nothing to do with the show. That was somebody pretending to be uh, something with the VA. There's a scam going on, and that went on here today. That, uh, But I'm, I don't oh, live in that town where I grew up anymore. I'm four miles north of it. So
2: that a quiet little honey, neighborhood... Honey, you got to
0: talk... Uh, Chris, talk on the phone, honey. I can't hear you because you're not been, talking on the phone. I'm going to try to be rude. It, it
2: shows you that a quiet little neighborhood's got a lot of... You know, that's the whole
0: world. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty darn be, scary. It's really pretty darn scary. And I, I told a friend of mine who just got back from vacation what had happened. And then she informed me that her uh, children's grandmother had it happen to her a week ago while she was away on vacation. The same type of scam. Yep, yeah, so we've got the license plate number, we got, you know, but I'm not going to go into that, so that, really, the show isn't about you that. But
2: what? There's a lot of scams they said on the news tonight that hackers got into the two scary police stations, uh, the, all their high-profile stuff, and it was, mm-hmm. you got to see it, it will be on, I'm sure you'll see it tonight again, but it's like everybody's involved, they had to call everybody in, because, you know, that's pretty serious stuff. And it was like, which, they had which police?
0: wait, 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 what's police station?
2: Tewksbury, Massachusetts. And it okay. was on the news tonight. And it said that there basically was like a ransom, you know, like they charged them to give it back or they were going to destroy it. And it was like mm-hmm. they had no choice because they had no choice wow. either way. They had to do it to get their stuff back. Because, wow. I don't know, it didn't sound good, though. It was like, my God, this world's getting insane.
0: It's it really is. It's it's very scary. It's very scary. Well, you know, Trish, I think we're, let's. Um, my other callers here are just listening. Why don't we bring Nathaniel? I'll keep you on the air. Maybe you have some questions for him, and then listen to what he's got to say about what he was talking about. Sounds interesting. What do you think?
2: Yes, it does. Let's try this,
0: Nathaniel. We're bringing you back on now because everybody else is just listening. So, hold on. Uh, how do we do this now? Oh, I hate this new board. Nathaniel, is still there? Hello? Hello.
2: All right. Hi, Nathaniel.
0: Yeah, I have a board lit up, but you know what? The the board is people just listening. Um, so far, there's no other questions they're asking. Um, tell us about, you know, you, got, you stirred my curiosity about the uh, the name thing. Tell us, uh, my friend Trish is on the phone. She's a grieving mother like me. She lost a child. So Trish, this is Nathaniel. Um, you kind of stirred our interest on this thing. Uh, tell us about this, about the name thing.
1: Well, there's you know there's many vibrations. You know, each word you say has a vibration. So you know. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, well, how does that? well, can you can you explain it more in layman's terms, or have you studied you know, this, or?
1: Yes, it's quite complex. You know, uh, I I really don't feel like sharing so much right now.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, All I thought right. maybe you wanted to talk about it when you brought yeah. it up. That's okay.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Do you want me to put you back on hold then? Uh, sure. Okay. Hold on. All right. You know what I'm going to do? Um, let me put him back on hold uh, as soon as I know to work this board. <laughs> I wish I'd stop changing things here. Um, you know what, Chris? I have some more on this, this article I was reading. Uh, this. Oh, darn. There we go with the computer again. My mouse doesn't seem to want to work. Anybody else having problems with Windows 8.1? <laughs> it's a pain in uh, the neck.
2: The computers are just... They're well, I'll tell you,
0: this, there, uh, this is driving me crazy this board, but I'm going to read to you uh, again about the synchronicity and read a little more. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. Um, I did say, what is synchronicity? It's the unconscious awareness of life. It's a set of messages... Messages are life-changing, synchronicity is an unlikely or impossible coincidence, kind of like what happened to me this past week, that cannot be explained by luck or chance. It's all a prophecy. And that's, we were talking about that, like Nathaniel was just talking about that he called somebody up and he, I think the name was Tom, he said, uh, Tom passed, right, type of thing. It's kind of, it's a prophecy, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you're in sync with the thing that you want, you are more likely to meet that thing. Well, I wouldn't want to meet, you know, somebody losing their life, so. Um, That is why uh, similar people always seem to meet. Like, okay, that's the synchronicity, what I'm talking about, where you and I met through the groups and on the show, and we had all these birthday connections and and names and what have you. Other people that have called my show, you've seen it time, Chris, you listen to the show all the time, you've seen it time and time again.
2: Yeah.
0: well, that's because we're all tuned into the same frequency, as as the saying goes, when the student's ready, the master appears. And talked about changing the channel and about the you know when you're tuning in a a radio, you know, I mean, you can get kind of stuck in between the stations, and you're hearing, and you're not hearing the music or the people talking. That's kind of like us, I guess, when uh, when we we synchronize with things. So anyhow, there's an intensity. It's the key to the destiny. So I guess I'm kind of teaching tonight about synchronicity. Um, synchronicity is seen more frequently by people who believe in it to be true. Why? Well, if you say an event was a chance or your luck, you are sending a weak message or a signal to the universe. That's kind of like that negative force, you know. It's like, whatever. This, nothing's ever going to get better. And Nathaniel, that's what I was kind of saying to Nathaniel about. He's like, well, I don't have the money to go out there, but it could be a stepping stone to what I've always wanted to do. But if you think you can't, it's kind of like Thomas Choo Choo, you know, I think I got to do the think I can, I think I can, I think I can type of thing, you know, for like to to attract, they call it the law of attraction type of thing. Okay, so anyhow, your mind does not want you and the universe listens. Oh, your mind does not want you want and the universe listens. It will ignore what you don't believe. Like me, for years, I knew I had a gift. I wasn't believing in myself. I thought I was sick or crazy or I don't know what's wrong with me. And now that I've come out about it, I feel at peace. And the more I'm using it, the better I'm getting at it, you know. And that's like yeah. anything. The more you play an instrument, the better you play it. The more you practice, the more you, you improve, right? Yeah. So anyhow, it won't point out something you are not interested in. But the more you pay attention, the more you will see. With synchronicity, you do not work hard to make things happen. You just let things happen. No force on your part is required. Synchronicities flow very fast when you believe them to be true. Synchronicity is a mirror, and whatever you believe will be reflected back at you. I guess, you know, it's not really like karma. Karma is like if you do bad, you get bad, you know, type of thing. So it's not even
2: right.
0: in that same category, right? Um, so if like you agree you with like the positive, law of... Positive
2: I'm, positive I'm sorry, I can't hear you,
0: Chris. Me. you got to talk into the phone. I, it's really hard to it's hear you. I'm sorry. Like I don't know what... what
2: Positive thinking, of mind over
0: matter type thing. Right, right. Well, that's that's what basically I think what you're saying. Yep, yep. you has got to be. You got to just if you, you know you want something bad enough, you think about it, you get it. Like, you know, a friend did this um, before I moved here uh, eight years ago. I was kind of my son was still alive when he was getting sick and. We lived in a place with a lot of stairs, and I said, oh, God, i got to get out of here. I can't do it with the MS. He can't do it with the lung issues. And So my girlfriend's very spiritual, uh, my friend Carol, and she says she started reading the book about law attraction. And she goes, try this. I want you to do something. And I, I used to laugh at her even though I knew I had a gift, but I wasn't sure of things, you know. So I kind of like, not make fun of her, but I kind of like poo-pooed her, and I'm like, whatever, I'll humor <laughs> her. And she said to me, she goes, Peg, write down... What you, where you want to live uh, and kind of like what it looks like, what you want and put it in a paper. And then she told me to write something else down and put it on that paper and put it in my drawer and forget about it. I kid you not, within weeks, this place came up that I'm living in now. It's exactly what I wanted, where I wanted to be. I had no intention of moving here, okay? But it was perfect. I didn't have the stairs. My son and I could both live here and not have to worry about that. Then... About a week or two after I moved in here, something else, uh, something else I wanted in my life, a person, <laughs> uh, at the time, at the time, um, came into my life after two years. And I'm like, whoa, and I'm thinking, like, why is all this stuff happening, you know?
1: And then I called right. her
0: up, I said, you're not going to believe this, I just got the place I wanted and we we kid each other. We call each other "oh, you witch," you know. We're not witches. So I don't believe in witchcraft or any of that stuff, you know. But we just her around. And she go, "I said I can't believe you told me to do that." And all this thing is it's manifested, you know. It manifested right. because we are all of of the higher frequency or whatever, and we're all in tune. And 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 and, and you know, you, you give you give what you get, and that is kind of a karma. You give what you get back, or sometimes we we don't think so. Like you and I have said, as grieving moms, like. What did I ever do to deserve this? What did our kids ever do to deserve this? That's not like a karma thing with us. That's not, you know, somebody said that to me. Is that karma? I said, no, not when it comes to death and stuff like that. But I think what happens, karma is like, um, you know, if you do something rotten to somebody, it's eventually going to bite you in the butt. You know what I'm saying? If you do something good, and, and it may not come about or manifest right away because there's, with life... Is so different from the other side because here there are the physical lessons to be learned to bring us to the higher frequency on the other side, you know? And I, I, I don't think pretend, what, I mean, I'm not a. i am not I
2: think what everyone, my opinion is what everyone puts out, yeah, you hope you get back as good as you put out, but it doesn't always turn out that way. I mean, no, I, but
0: you know what? Yeah, no, it doesn't, but it's it's whatever does come back in a positive way is for the betterment, believe it or not. I mean, it, mine isn't, I'm not putting, and like I said, that's why I said I'm not in the category of us losing our children. You know, they say we come here with this plan. So Ryan, your son, Megan, Mark, my kids, obviously what I've been taught came in with a plan. They finished their work no matter how they passed, and they went back home. You know, we all started there. And we go back there, you know, it's kind of like, um, I've described to people before, it's kind of like a kids going off to college. We leave heaven, we're born into this, you know, you learn, you get educated, blah, 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 you go to your college here, you graduate, and then you go back home, you know. That's the only way I can think of it, you know.
2: Um, I wish it
0: was different. I don't understand what the lessons are. This is, you and I both can say, because we've both been there, that it's the worst lesson ever. <laughs> It's horrible. Um, we both lost siblings, too. We both, you know, lost parents and, or parent, And we okay. we don't take grief away from anybody that's lost a sibling or a parent or a spouse. I've lost a spouse. I've lost a lot. and But children, it's a different type of grief. And I've tried to explain it to people. It's just that it's not the normal. Not that any, not any of it yeah. should be normal. But it's yeah, something exactly. that from the time well, we're little, we're... we're it's like, I lost, well I have yeah.
2: But when you lose a kid, I think it's like you lose a part of your, who you are, you know, so you no longer oh my are gosh. the first.
0: Yeah, your whole identity changed. I know, I kind of joke, not joke, but I lost my parents 13 months apart. They were both very sick, different things. Mom with Alzheimer's, dad with COPD. And And when dad died, it's like, oh my gosh. I mean, I've had grandparents and aunts and uncles and friends and whatever even before that, you know. And all of a sudden it hit me, Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do without my father? You know, he's always been in my life. And we uh, were very close and then thirteen months later, I lose my mother, and all of a sudden all I could think of, I'm an orphan and it was I was what, thirty nine years old and I'm thinking, I'm an orphan there's a now there's a name to it, I'm an orphan. I don't have parents anymore. And then uh, when you lose and when you lose um a husband or wife, we've I've talked about this before. You're a widow or a widower when you lose a child. There ain't no name for it, obviously, because cause have they come up with a name? No, there ain't. Right. You can't name that one. You can't. And I, I said before, I, a lot of people get mad at me sometimes when I, they think I'm taking away from their grief. I'm not trying to take away from what you're grieving. I've grieved those people too—the spouse and the the parents and what have you. I'm just saying I'm that sure. child grief is it. It's a, just a, you sure. have too. and. It, it's really, it's, it's just so a weird. whole different category. It's just, you it's yeah. like you've lost a limb. I mean, you've, you carried them. I mean, exactly. even if you've adopted them, but, you know, if you've carried them, you've yeah. lost yeah. your soul. Yeah, your you lost your soul. Can you didn't just lose and, a person. Yeah. you,
2: yeah, you, you don't know the how. World, you know, and then they go, and you can't protect them and, or save them, yeah. and it's like, that's our job we've always done. And so it's a very helpful Well, that's what field. we're born to do. And, you know, yeah, that's what once the kids running. are... Yes, we're road and died in an accident. I mean, I wish I could have protected them, but I couldn't. Maybe that's another
0: subject we should talk about. We had, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to do it delicately, because I don't want to offend anybody, but some people did get offended because I also have my grieving page, which is private. We won't say names, and I'm not putting anybody down, but... Somebody put, and I told them, you know, on my page you can say whatever you want. I'm not sitting there looking for kudos or, you know, look at me, I'm Sandra Day. You know, it's like, well, I got this page, and you're gonna go by my rules. Yeah, I got I got rules, but they're kind of flexible. But someone got on my page and said something about their kid, their child committed suicide. You got upset. Some other people got upset. I was a little upset. I was a lot upset. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I had it delicately person said that losing a child to suicide is much, much worse than losing a child to illness.
2: So, um, oh, please.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, I didn't go crazy. i tell you. If it was two, three years ago, I would have ripped her and you know what. I knew yeah. something. I'm, I'm going to be honest about it. But I handle it, hopefully tactfully, saying you cannot. The bottom line with a grieving parent, the grief is very real. For all of us, no matter... I I watched between two children, 38 years of children suffering to cystic fibrosis, a terrible disease. Um, You lost your son to an accident, which was sudden, the sudden shock. Uh, I've had people say to me, well, you were prepared. You're never prepared for your child to die. And if you want to compare, I watched 38 years. I went through 38 years of hell watching my kids suffer. That's not easy either. You know, and, and if your child commits suicide... Uh, I know the sudden shock. I've lost two nephews to sudden death, uh, uh, narcotic overdoses. Sudden shock, you know, so I I, I can't relate to the people in my family that lost my nephews because of the sudden shock. I can't relate to you on that level, the sudden shock, you two, with losing your son in a car accident. Um, But we can't. Say we sometimes you got to be a little but, more delicate with things. You can't yeah, understand yeah, what it's been so like wrong. for me living 38 years. No, let me just finish. Living 38 years, I'm watching two kids suffer, uh, both needing double lung transplants. One needed double lung and liver. You can't compare and compare and say that's oh. less than a suicide.
2: Oh, no, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
0: that that was I felt kind of cruel, cool, but yet. Uh, um, it upset me. It upset you. It upset some other people. They talked to me. I'm not going to kick person off. But they said they've been kicked at other groups, and um, it stirred the pot. I'll tell you that. I I was reached out and I said, well, you know, you can use my page, and I didn't know it was going to be said like something was going to be said like that. And I have to be honest. Please, well, I just want to say to part. people. I just want to say you you have no idea what it was like for thirty eight years with watching two of my kids dying over thirty eight years between the they were sixteen years apart. That was I was a cruel death. It, please don't say that the way your child died was whether you weren't prepared or not prepared, you're never prepared. I hate it when people say, Well you were prepared. Don't say that to me again, please. You're never no, it's prepared. Like my okay?
2: friends friend like, kicking 12. me in the ass well, to be
0: honest.
2: Well, my girlfriend, I was 12. She was my best, you know, friend since we were young. And Mm -hmm. she got cancer, and she didn't even know she was sick. What happened was she couldn't hear out of one ear. She went into Mm -hmm. the air doctor immediately, and they said to her, "Uh, we have to do an MRI. Well, she had tumors in her head, stage 4 lung cancer. Wood treatment was gone in a year. She's the one I told you. She was a rigorous, tough girl. She was tall, Mm -hmm. 6 feet so she was very, you know, one sixty eight at least, and she was still so right. thin, even you know, because she was so tall. But the thing is, is when she died of cancer in front of me, at like eighty three pounds, I think she went down to yeah six mm-hmm. feet tall. Let me tell you something. That was only a year she made it. It was a very quick thing. She suffered immensely. I mean, mm-hmm. they had to sew her eyes shut because the tumors were going to pop out her eye. Like. No one's gonna say like that, you know. Like I said to you, as my son was a healthy young, twenty-four-year-old, beautiful young man, but he died in an accident. That was catastrophic to me because I mean I expected to see him back, like he said he was going to come back, you know. But still, right. however, my son was healthy on Earth. Your son and daughter, you had to watch suffer with things you couldn't out of your control. So there's no Mm -hmm. way, just like my friend I watched suffer. That's the worst thing. I only saw it for a year, Peggy. I give you credit Mm -hmm. because that that year, it really upset me. It was the worst year. I I felt so depressed. I was like, Mm -hmm. God, this is awful. I can't help my friend. I just want it so bad to, like, you know, cure her. It's an awful feeling. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's the uh, the put-the-band-aid-on syndrome for a mom, especially, because that was the first thing when I walked into my daughter's uh, being laid out. And she was my only daughter, my oldest child. And all I could think of is, like, you know, us as parents, we we want to put band-aids on on the wounds. We want to kiss the boo-boo, you know, away. I couldn't do it. And I go walk in there, and I see my beautiful daughter laying out dead, dead physically, you know, and I'm like all i could think is i couldn't put a bandaid on it
2: no i was supposed to
0: you know people. we 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 are we are taught as from a young age that moms are nurturers and we take care of it and our children should feel safe and and then when you have you're children careful. like me with terminal illness this is what i've lived You couldn't make him safe anymore. You promised him. I promised Mark we're going to get you the transplant. You know you're not going to die. You know he was scared after his sister died. It was 28 years between them, and he was still in a semi-good state when she passed. And he was scared, of course. He watched his sister, who was his best friend and second mother, 16 years apart, and and he had the same illness. And I had to deal with grieving a child and taking care of now the other one with the same illness and grieving my other one at the same time. It was so. Please, yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, say I don't, so, yeah. I don't take away from your sui- your child with a suicide. I can't. I will not take away with your kid with an overdose. I will not take away with your kid with an accident. I can't relate on that level because it was sudden and the shock of it. But you can't relate to 38 years of hell on earth either that I've been no. through,
2: that's that watching. Yeah.
0: Yes. It's you know, it, I just.
2: Way, that's why I wrote what but, I wrote. But, I said,
0: Right. Even the bottom is outcome is the Earth. same. We've all lost children. It doesn't matter how they died or it's whatever. Right. We've all lost children. So exactly let's, let's exactly from now on on, on my love. pages, relate that way. Let's not put ourselves above anybody else, how our children died. Which right. has each way brought exactly. its own pain, I, and I thought I, I, I handled tactfully.
2: Right. Well, yeah, yeah, right. it was like...
0: You know, I just got a little upset that you know the person said that well suicide is is more, worse, much worse than a uh, terminal illness. I'm like, whoa, this is my page, and now you hit a, you hit a you hit a bad spot here with me. But I wasn't gonna lash out because I know she's in pain. Um, I was going to handle it tactfully, which I did, and I changed my rules a little bit. Please don't put your children's death above somebody else's because the bottom line, we're all here to help each other and, and to support each other. And when the rest of the world out there doesn't want to hear okay. it because they can't relate to us. They uh, they don't want to hear what we're going through. They don't know what we're going They They don't want to hear it because they don't know it. They want to live their happy existence. And I, can you blame them? We've all been there. Even though my uh, children were sick, I was mortified when I heard somebody else's child dying, but I went about my life. It didn't it didn't stop my life, you know what I mean? Until it uh, happens to you and then your life does stop to a point, you know. And that's just that's yeah. just something important I want to stress, you know, and I I think any grieving parent, no matter how we lost our kids, could um relate to that part, you know. And we all say dumb things when, you know, our, our kids first pass and we all get angry and you go through the stages of grief and what have you, what have you. But this person lost her their child the same time i lost mine around the same time I lost my son so and i've i now it'll be it's twelve years I've lost my daughter and four years I've lost my son, so she's not like new to this. she's at the same stage I should be because it's four years with my second child, and to come out and say it's it's worse than uh in terminal oh, no no, it's not worse it's the same, but different that's all I can say. I just I won't go on about that anymore, you know, because this was about synchronicities tonight. But I just want to get the point across. Um, one of the reasons I did start the show, and I think Chris had told you that before, is to educate people. And somebody recently around Christmas, we, that was another controversy. I, I, I got lashed out on Facebook about, and it was even from a relative. I ain't going to say who, but how do you? I don't think you can teach educate people on how to lose a child. Well, <clears throat> hold on. <coughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm not educating people on how to lose a child. I'm not stupid. I'm trying to educate people how to treat us that have lost children. Not to abandon us, not to ignore us. So many times, Trish, I think you felt like this too. You felt like you died when your child died, right?
2: Yes, you do. And then you feel like people treat you like you have the plague.
0: Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do that's what i'm educating people about. not edu- there's no way and it was like i couldn't believe it, and this was a relative that last out. like well and I, I i was hoping i didn't take it the wrong way but and then somebody else said well i agree with her i said well if you're agreeing with her she happens to be related to my fam- to my kids so but that was said i don't think you can educate the the, the term was i don't think you can educate no, you can't educate somebody about losing a kid. But I'm trying to, like I said, educate you how to treat us. That have turning yeah. your back on us is not helping us. You're being selfish. You're being yeah. uh, you're being mean. You're being mean.
2: Well, you're being mean. I have, have had. Go. It could happen <laughs> well, it's happened to you. It happens time. to all
0: of us. Do you realize but that that the people that I and you know how many thousands of people we deal with in the groups, right?
2: Well, do you know, know like that the majority
0: said? of them? No, let me just say it. the The majority of these people say the same thing. You know, I I get even some relatives like, "Oh, get over it." It's like, "Come on, move on, move on." Of course, I'm moving on. I'm not stuck, but I'm not going to forget my child. I, I can't. And, and and you know the, the cliche I say to people, you know that when well, you got other kids, they say, and it's like, okay, which one would you trade in? You know,
1: they're yeah. all different.
0: They're all different. What am I right, supposed to deny true. that my children never exist? They were never a part of me? That that, that they're not a part of me? What the heck? Yeah. I don't know what's wrong yeah. with people. You and know, because I just that feel that like people, people that do this are being selfish to us.
2: Heaven, and you ought to talk well, to That's them what we them. have.
0: That's what keeps our sanity. That's what keeps our sanity. Yeah, I had people that were very close. To the Once they
2: pass, yeah. we only have a relationship from the other side. And the signs that's and all we have people.
0: we look for the signs we get the signs exactly. that's why I do the show because a lot exactly. of parents will contact me and say I get nothing well like I was saying with the synchronicity thing the thing I was reading too if you sit there and you're negative you're not you're not going to be open to the signs when I got well, my I've first woman, no no first I
2: read, go ahead. I read a woman that said I don't believe first of all she writes I don't believe on uh, on uh, life." You know, the afterlife And then she writes at the end Something to do with She just wished that she could get a sign She hasn't had any And I'm thinking Well, you just said well, you, you ve- don't believe Hypocritical <laughs> you know, Hiperc- Yeah, you're contradicting yourself you got to believe Yeah, to exactly receive, You know it's just almost like, you know,
0: being a kid with Santa Claus, you know? Well, I, I'm going I'm to relate something else to you. I, I can't say who, what, or where. I'm not going to say it, but I contacted a show um, about coming on because I thought they were into this, what I do and what have you, and I'm not going to go say who it is, but I've decided now if they want me, I'm not going to do it because I basically was kind of insulted. I told them, you know, they, they know me. They know me as a person, pretty much, you know, um... I can't say names, okay? And they said to me, after, you know, I said, well, what do you, they said, basically, what do you want to talk about if you come on? Well, I'd like to share about my books, the signs, and the, and then they wrote back to me, well, we gotta, we can't really do that because this is not a show about personal, um, our personal lives. I'm like, what? My show, my show, my work. I'm not saying I have to tell every little detail of my personal life, but it's what led me to the work I'm doing to heal people. And they're supposedly a light worker, okay, themselves. So I just felt like, you know, you're just kicking me in the ass. You really just don't want me on your show. I just want to let – I'm not stupid either, you know what I'm saying? Um, They said that I could come on if I did this and not really talk to – this, this, and this, and I didn't talk about my personal tragedies. Well, I don't want to be on your show. I don't have to go on about my personal tragedy. It's just, if anything, I feel that I'm trying to inspire people. But a lot of people aren't getting this yet with me, I think. I'm trying to inspire things to show you can survive the worst of the worst in life, like I've said in my biography. That you can survive. I'm teaching people how to try to live Past the, past the pain. We live with the pain, but to live past the pain. Chris, when you first came into the groups and I was trying to help you and through the show and whatever, you were at your lowest, right? And you told me, thank me, and I thank you for that a million times that I helped you, you know, and I'm glad that I did. You've helped me, you know? Um,
1: yeah.
0: So I'm not going to go and do a show and be a fake and say, okay, I wrote a book, and then don't tell them why I wrote the book. And uh, I felt like, you know, I, I really just, i would be honest with you, and I don't care if she knows. You know, I felt like I got kicked in the ass. But, you know, uh, Howard Stern out here again. But I really, that's the way I felt. And I don't want to do the show. I, I don't want to do the show because, you know what? No, <laughs> what's, the, what's the show, um, uh, Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the way I felt.
0: You, you, honey, you don't you don't even know. I mean, this is a person who's never had children or nothing, so you you have no idea. So you go ahead with your light work and whatever you're doing and go with your bad self and whatever. Because you know what? I'm helping people. I'm helping people. A lot of people think when I get on Facebook and I do this that I just I'm I'm bitching all the time. In plain English. They think I'm just out there bitching. No, I'm trying to teach others how to live again. Past the pain. And I had to say that tonight because I tell you, you know what? I I got irked. I got irked, and and like I said, they they could beg me to be on their show now. I wouldn't be on it. You know what? Because it don't live up to my specifications of what I'm doing. You know. Yeah. So I just had to say that. Like I'm, I'm I'm really tired of people like saying that they're light workers and and not um. What are they? Do- what are you doing? You're a light worker. I'm, what am I? I'm a light worker. I'm bringing people to the light. I'm showing that you can go, move on and whatever. Don't put me down for my courage. I really felt like she, she, this person basically slapped me across the face. I like, felt like saying, who right. do you you're think you're talking
2: to hope. here? I'm giving people hope, and it. you're sitting
0: there treating me like I'm some kind of piece of dirt. Why? Uh, because I lost kids? Because you don't get it? You've never even had a child, and I know this. No, they haven't. And I'm not putting them down for what they do. I think it's great what they do, and I thought they were in the same line Working towards the light. Isn't that what light workers do? You know? But I guess not. I guess some of other you know, other people have ideas and yeah, there's some shows out there, people just do it. I'm not saying this person, but some people are out there for the ego trip, you know, and I'm saying, look at me, I'm Sandra Day, like I always say, you know. I'm not saying they're doing that, I'm not putting them down for that, but uh some people do it. I don't know why some people do these shows. I do it really to help people. Because I've been on that end of the spectrum like you, at the bottom of the pits of hell. And knowing this kind of pain, you know, and and the torment. And trying to, like I said, quote-unquote, educate people of what to say to us, what not to say to us, how to treat us. Not going to educate you on losing a job because unless you lost one, you don't need me to educate you. You know what it feels like then, okay? Right, Chris? Right. Yeah, yeah. You can't educate people. On, and this is, you know what kills me and. Come the most I know intelligent people have come out and said the stupidest things to me, and I look at them and it's like, You know what? what I've learned was never learned in a book. It was the first ten experiences life you know it's life life experience mm-hmm. you can't read this in a book, and you can't educate people on something they don't know they can you can talk and like I say tell them blue in the face, but some people are just not going to get it all of a sudden, I'm asked that. They want us to heal, but they're not there to help put the Band-Aids on us. They're not there to help us heal. You, you agree with that, right? I mean, most of, 99% of my parents, or maybe 100%, feel the same way I do and you do. People walk away from us. Um, they treat us like we're dead, you know, and, and yet, but they want us to heal. You know, they don't want us on Facebook venting. They don't want to hear about our angel anniversary dates. And they, I'm sorry I've lost so many, you know, because it is like a monthly thing maybe, but it's my life. You put on when your mom's passed or this one's passed or whatever. Sorry I've lost so many, you know. I, I express what I feel. Be, you know what I say to them? Be thankful you haven't lived what I've lived. I'm not the only one who's lost a lot of people. I know that. I have lost a tremendous amount of people, very close to me. And if venting on Facebook or somebody you if you remember back then too, someone says, This is social media. So you gotta expect responses. How come they only they never respond when you know, you think pop ups and it says, Wish somebody a happy birthday? Only when they see somebody coming at you like a vulture, that's when they pop it. They don't ever say anything positive to you. They only go on there to knock you down. You know? Why does that happen? <laughs> Have you felt like that too on Facebook or on social media? Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Like our, it's like there's so little support. There's so much more with social media of the negativity. You're not helping me by knocking me or put. Yes, I'm open to suggestion. I'm not an idiot either. I'm. I, I'm. I will listen to your views if you know what you're talking about. But do Do you remember the one comment? And of course, I barred the woman uh, and somebody I grew up with. When she came out and said to me, how do you know I didn't lose a child? Because, uh, hello, you were on my Facebook, and I'm on your Facebook, and I saw that you have one child. You, you said that this was my only child. How dare you say to a grieving mom, how do you know I didn't lose one? How, that What kind of human being would say that to somebody, really? To me, now I'm thinking, I, I'm not going to talk to this person. Because somebody that is mentally ill would say something like that. They accused us of being crazy or sick or whatever. No, I would never say that to somebody. How do you know I didn't lose one? Who the hell talks like that, you know? That irked you, too, didn't it? Yeah. You know, it's just like... Well, like I said, you know, my show is about synchronicity tonight. I mean, I don't know who's listening at this point and who isn't. You can always hear the archives. And and the synchronicity, I mean, there's signs all the time and... and, uh, the part of the synchronicity is to be open to things, and, and uh, if you keep asking, you know, um, why don't I get one, but yet, like you said, that woman says to you, I'm basically an atheist, I don't believe in anything, but how come I'm not getting signs? Well, it's either here or there, you're either, it's like being half, half. you can't, You gotta either have something, belief, or no belief. You can't ask for why I'm not getting signs, but yet telling everybody that you don't believe anyhow. That makes no sense to me. That's crazy. You know, <laughs> that's my definition of crazy. You know, but um,
2: and why don't you speak, Trish,
0: on some of your feelings? Let me see if there's anybody else here that wants to talk. But why don't you tell some of your feelings on it? How people have treated you. Express what you feel well, from your 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 own point of view. Well,
2: I always always a big family person. The seventh kids, and I always mm-hmm. had like my brothers show up <laughs> for a week or two vacation and their families and. We were really close. And after my son's house, I felt like people just, uh they, because I wasn't happy or I was sad, they only wanted to come around for all the good times. And mm-hmm. that's your own family. So I kind of tended to, like, feel pretty hurt.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, I've experienced that, just, too. It's um, like we... We don't seem to be included in things anymore. Or how about uh, – I I don't know how you feel on this subject, too. And, 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 and you know, okay, we've talked about the synchronicities, whatever, but it's all part of this, too. Um, how do, I had people that expected me right away to come to their house. Like, And it was nice. I mean, like, the first mother – my daughter died on Mother's Day. Do you, it's bad enough losing a kid to celebrate Mother's Day, period, but to actually lose one on that day – was even worse. From I'm gonna put myself above everybody again, but I had to not only celebrate that losing a child, but losing a child on that date. So that's also the angel anniversary date, you know. And my friend called me and was very nice, and her kids were wonderful, and come to my house, and her kids gave me. Five. It was beautiful the first Mother's Day, but and then after that, I said I can't do this again. It was beautiful what they did, but that's your family. It's I'm not. Feeling it, you know, it's hard for us to um, attend certain functions, you know, anymore. Um, Not that we can't ever do it, but because they they expect us to be the same as we used to be. We're Chris, tell them we're not the same. We're not the same people. We're not the we're we are us, but we are not the same. We're not the same. We're not.
2: Uh, Right. We don't even. Tell tell them your feelings on that. It's like Mm -hmm. you go one minute, one day at a time. You're never the One same. One second kid. at a time. Yeah, no. because the life you once tried... Our, our,
0: was our, so rug the, our rug, yeah, our rug has been ripped out from under us. Our world has been ripped out from under us.
2: Right. How so could you possibly
0: expect us to... Yeah, how do you expect us to be the same? Then, right. you know what? If you are, If you are the same after the death of a child, then there's something wrong with you. That's when there's something wrong, wrong with you.
2: Right. There's That's no so way. Okay.
0: There's no way in hell that you can be the same. You, there's just no way you no. can do that. That's you're asking the impossible of people. You just can't do this. You know? know, and um you can't expect it of people, you know, and it's like you know, and like I said before, and I I I do apologize for people that do think I come down a little bit too hard sometimes. I, I just try to make my point because I I may be repetitive in what I say or I bug you on Facebook or whatever. I mean, don't look at it. You know, let me vent. i got to do something, you know, I'm mean, to, to, to keep my sanity, to to just like I said, to teach others that um, this ain't easy. It's ain't easy. And it's not just about me. I, I could have sat here and not done a radio show, not wrote, written books and say, the hell with the, the other grieving parents. I don't care. But I do care. All I'm asking is for, can you care about somebody else for going through something that maybe you don't understand, but though you think you can put yourself in a place, just close your eyes for a minute. Let me tell uh, other parents, you have children, they've never lost a kid. Close your eyes for a minute and just think what it would be like if you get up the next morning and your kid's not there. Okay? And then open your eyes again, but the difference is that they are going to be there. We call, we we don't even have to close our eyes; they're not there that way anymore. That's the only way I can tell you to even imagine. You can't only really imagine what that would feel like. And I think a lot of people <clears throat> say the things that they say to us because of that fear. Say, "Oh my gosh, looking at her, I'm a reminder it can happen," you know. And they don't want to feel that feeling. Well, you know what? I don't want to feel it either. You don't want to feel it either. And millions and millions of I don't even know how many people have lost kids, but I'm I'm kind of um amazed at the amount that I've seen that have been in these groups, you know. Because, you know what, Trish, you feel alone with it. Even though we, you and I talk and we talk to other people, we all feel alone with it because we all handle it different. None of us are the same with it, you know. But I'm, I am amazed at so many people having the same feelings. And that helped me, even though I, you know, I try to help other people through it. It helped me realizing that you're not know, alone with it. Yes, it's your grief. You own it, you know. You know what I mean? But, um... We like the people that used to be in our lives too to treat us, treat us like we're human beings. You know, that's all. That's all. What would you want most from family and friends that have kind of turned their back from you, Chris? What's your feelings
2: on that? I would just like them to be more understanding and more compassionate. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, like, I just know if it was someone I cared about, I would put myself in their shoes. And not that I could if I didn't lose a child, but I would just think, Jesus, that was me. I'd, I would be supportive. I've always been that way. So I don't get how yeah. they think by walking away like or not wanting to be around us because we might cry over a song or, you know, a fragrance mm-hmm. or just something, you know, a saying that by them walking away, and you know, they can't handle it. Only the good times is what they're after. I would like selfish. To just say just, the it's a word for selfish. They're selfish. 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 Yep. Very, very selfish. And I'm not trying to put
0: people down. I mean, that's great. I, I don't. Well, I, don't I don't. I don't. I don't put you down because your children are here. I think it's wonderful, but you know, we can't walk away from it. We have to live it every second, every every day that we get up. You know, and and then we have to live it differently because the friends that we once knew are not there. A lot of them, and and the family that we once knew is not there, and the new the the person you knew is not there. Maybe to a point. You know, and, and coming out with your comments, and I've said before, I've done, you know, shows on grief itself, and um, I've come out and said to people, I said, you know, it just, uh, don't expect us to be the same. We can't heal at all, at all, if you, like, pretend we don't exist either. Because I do, I felt like oh. I've died twice. I've felt like not once, but twice, and once is bad enough, but twice, you know.
2: Two Ah, birthdays with the empty chair,
0: Christmases with two empty chairs, uh, three actually. I mean, their father died too. We were separated, but we were together for a long time. Can't have four children Ah. with somebody and not feel, you know? So every Christmas that I celebrated for the 20-some years that we were together day in and day out, and now the Christmases, I I have a son that lives in another state who I I never see at the holidays, and I have another child home, and it's just me and him. There's actually, you know, the one missing that I don't get to see because he does live so far away. And uh, free going, the father and daughter and son. And if you think it's easy, I have people call me, well, what are you going to do for Easter? You know, everybody's happy, happy, joy, joy. Well, I'm going to cook for me and Dan. <laughs> what else do you want me to do? Then I sit in there and I watch TV. You know what I mean? It's not the same i got the memories, and, you know, people try to rob us of that, too, and it's like, that's not fair. It's not fair. You know, when we vent, and it may bother them, but you're thinking of yourself. You're not thinking of what we're feeling, you know? It's a shame, you know? But I guess that's human nature. I, I, I wish I had a magic wand, you know? I, I could cure that part of life, you know? the, the under- Like you said, just want to be understood, you know? And then again, like I said, people think because I get messages, you know, that it's, it doesn't make up for it. It, it just reassures me they're fine. they will be with them one day, you know, and to help reassure other people, you know. But uh, not the same as sitting down to the dinner, whether you're, you're sitting there laughing with them or they're yelling at you. You know what I'm saying? You were used to a certain way of life, and it's not there anymore, and it's not coming back that way, you know. And it's scary. We're scared, too, you know. What are your biggest fears since uh, Ryan passed?
2: My biggest fears are just everything. Well, I remember his, you know, without looking at pictures, like, well, I, I don't know, like, I'll never get to see him, you know, grow older and have a family mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and just I miss this on him with so many things that, I don't know, you're happy for, like, his friends that are having him, but you just you fear that, like, you'll never have that, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, and it's more than just, like, okay, me with my son, and I won't be the man to his kids. It's that my daughter won't have cousins for her kids. It's a tr- it's right. a ripple effect that affects everybody, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is. It, it really definitely thing. is a domino effect. Yeah, yeah it
2: does. It business. does. And it affects ever. the people that that kind
0: of walk away because they don't they don't want to be reminded of it because every time we're reminded of what can happen, you know, we just, you know, I mean, um, I've had friends that have since lost children, and they were the ones that came to me and oh, I'm just, sorry, I don't know what I do, and it, then it happened to them too, you know, and yeah. then they turned to me and it's like it's like oh my god, I don't know how you do it, how to, how am I how am I supposed to do this? There's no right or wrong way, you know what I mean? I think the uh, most important thing, the message I can give to the world, because the show, show is worldwide. Now, I'm being say a lot of, you know, shows like I goof around my kid around because I still have a sense of humor, thank goodness, you know, and uh, not as much as I used to. You know, I used to laugh a lot more. You know, um, don't find that much to laugh about these days. <laughs> you know, I do, but it, uh, it's different. It's different, and I have to. Just like anything else in life, it's an adjustment period and it's not going to happen. They, I think a lot of times, too, you come home from the funeral and they expect you to snap out of it. And I tell people, like the Karen Carpenter song, it's only just begun then. Because you're still in a state of shock and you you know, you know, had people around you and then the funeral's over and then you come home and you come home to reality, you know? Yeah. And you sit there, like in my case, uh, and this is where in my case would be, Routine. I had a routine every day that you know I had to get up and you know uh, sterilize nebulizers and mark and make. They went into a vest to bring up mucus from their disease from the lungs and special pills every time they ate and other pills in between and IVs and that's all I knew pretty much for 38 years of my life. You know, between the two of them, and then one day it stops. And that part, you know, nobody wants that part, that day-to-day regime of the meds and stuff with anybody, you know. But it's, you got to do what you got to do. But then it stops, and that's where I lost my identity. And I'm like, who am I? What do I do? I, I don't know anything but getting up. And when everybody could lay in bed on the weekend, a lot of week I couldn't do that. You know, I had to get up. Because meds had to be started at a certain time. IVs had to be started at a certain time. That's all I knew. You know, I ate it, I breathed it, breathed it, cystic <laughs> fibrosis for 38 years of my life, you know, from the time I was 19 till I was 57 years old. That's all I know. That was hard, you know, and, to, and we all have an adjustment period um, after the death of our children. And uh, But, you know, not that I'm trying to get off on a different subject here, but we do talk about the synchronicities. I thank God for that, and I, I think the total point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, uh, you didn't learn this in a book. I didn't learn it in a book. Anybody can become a doctor, most people, and study because it's out of a book, you know, and then some hands-on. But they go home to their families, you know. We are home. We are home with our – a different way, you know. We we learned it the hard way, and we have to – no one – there's no book, no psychologist. I, I They may help you to a point, you know what I'm saying, to get in touch with your feelings or what have you. I don't down them, you know. Um, but we have to all learn to live with it in our own way, you know, and to share our experiences. And, um, the best thing i tell anybody that, you know, as a family member who's lost a child or a friend who's lost a child or whomever, um, talk to them. Don't act like that kid never existed, please, you know. So many like the avoid it the subject. I I know a lot of them are afraid that, you know, I'm going to say something wrong or whatever. A lot of times you do say something wrong like telling telling me to move on or you to move on is wrong, okay?
2: So telling horrible.
0: us to snap out of it yeah, okay. It doesn't work that way. Tell telling us and I had some funny in my family I'm not gonna say who so you're gonna drag my, this was after my daughter was going ten years and you'd be astounded to find out who said it in the family, but you're gonna drag this on another ten years? Excuse me? Drag this on?
2: Yeah.
0: It made me that made me sick to my stomach and I'm like, How dare you? And if you knew what the relationship was to the one of the children I lost, you would be mortified. You We all know, it was said, quote, unquote, we all know she's gone, but are you going to drag it on another 10 years? I'm like, what? I couldn't believe it was said to me. I, so you're not only dealing with the loss, you're dealing with stupid cliches from people and things that they have no comprehension. They have no understanding of it, you know? We don't need to be bashed. We don't need to look at it like we're crazy. We don't need to be put down. We don't need to 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 um, tell us to shut up. Uh, you know, I've had people tell me just shut up about it. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, can, can you imagine? I, I can only imagine because I take a lot of baloney at times. You know, I can be tough too, but I can't imagine if I turn to somebody else and tell them they're talking about their grieving challenges, say shut up. Can you imagine people saying that to you? Have people ever said that to you? Chris, you there? Yeah. Hello. Okay, okay. I thought Hello. I was losing you. No, has anybody ever just told you to shut up about it?
2: Yeah, I have. I've had people say, oh, you got to get over it and just move on. And, you know, you have your daughter and grandkids, mm-hmm. so you got to just... Well, for the and like, we, well, do they
0: realize that we are still trying to? We are still in, as much as we can, other our other family members' lives. To, you know, we they. I think they think we don't I do mean. anything. The, the, this is the part they don't get. We still go on with our other family the best we can. You know, but it doesn't. The other that pain doesn't stop. It never will. It never will.
1: So, like ever. I said, the
0: show is, a, you know, about the synchronicities and. I was hoping to point out that I don't understand them myself. You know, people, a lot of people ask me questions because I'm intuitive, and they'll say, well, what is this? Why does this happen? I said, well, I'll know when I get there because I'm not God. I don't have all the answers. Don't expect them from me, you know. I don't know. Do I know why I have this gift? No. Do I know why I get the messages I do? No. I didn't want to assume, like anything else in life, that I do because... Um, Part of a calling, or part of what I had to do, or part of that plan I came here to do. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I have no idea. I have no idea. You know, as far as synchronicities, I I get just as blown away when it happens. You know, than anybody else would. Do you? When you've had synchronicities in your life, Chris? Yeah,
2: totally. Right.
0: Yeah, it's like I the I, I call it the Oprah aha moment. You know, it's like. I still get the hair standing on the back of my neck. You know, I'm a human, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm human, yeah.
0: too, you know. And I don't think they get that. I think they think I'm some kind of a program robot or something, you know. No, I'm human. I get those human feelings, you know. I, huh?
2: I've gotten a lot of numbers, you know. Where you get, yeah, you get the
0: one one ones a lot, don't you?
2: Yeah. Well, that and Ryan yeah. came through with the medium. He came through. Like with 808, August 8th, with a girl he dated for 13 years. Like, I don't know, just a lot of weird things with numbers, and they've been right on the, right on the number, but, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I know.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do. They come through, you know, with numbers, and that's some of the synchronicities, whether it's the. Uh, I- I'm even amazed since I started the show. Well, it's been, what, 15 months now, 16 months? That. The majority of the people that come on the show, I, I can't think of a show that I haven't had some kind of synchronicity, um, whether it be the birth dates. And even tonight, like I said, we didn't have a lot of people that want to talk. People are just listening. And, uh, you know, sometimes I pick up and I think, oh, oops, that's right. They, didn't, they just want to hear because you have to press the one key to actually. Well, you don't have to talk They'll let me know you want to talk to us, you know and some and with the Skype sometimes it's kind of hard because it's hard to tell whether you want to talk or not, and I picked up before they didn't want to talk, so then I realized but whatever but um, as far as the, the synchronicity thing, you know, even tonight with the the guy's name was Nathaniel, like I said, you know, and that was a significant name in my family, you know. You and I with the birth dates and names too, and uh, I don't think there's one show I've been on that I haven't had some kind of major synchronicity with almost practically every one of the listeners. You know, you've heard what, quite a few of the shows. What do you think about that? Did you feel the same way that I've had an awful lot of synchronicities?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a real lot. Uh...
0: Yep, yep, yeah. I see. You know, we have some people. We have some people in the chat room too. If you got any questions. Uh, we're pretty open. Let's see. We have. Well, I don't know how many people we got on here now. It looks like I had a few. Some locked out. Some are logged in. So if you have any questions, you know, go ahead. Fire away. Um, you know, I, I wasn't sure if a lot of people were to come on and get rid tonight I tell you, my energy is kind of low because of the past couple weeks. You know. And but like, if I do ever reach you on this, and you're saying no, 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 and I've had people do that, and then they come on next week, it's like, oh my gosh. So I sat, it's kind of I think like the shock thing too. Sometimes you start throwing things at them like no 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 not me not me not me, and then a week later I'll hear from them or they'll private message me. They get on my face with like, oh my gosh I forgot about. Well that's that's what validations are. <clears throat> I could give you something easy. I could say, um, well something sounds stupid but okay your child just came through and they're sitting there with a pencil and paper. Every kid sits there with a pencil and paper, or if it's a girl, your, do- your daughter, I see your daughter playing with dolls. I don't come through with stuff like that. Any, that's thats not a, I mean, validation. It's when I, the other day, what the heck did I say to somebody? Um, oh, I know what it was. This one mother, I, everything, I got her nickname, everything. And, and our kids, now my son Mark hated candy. He just liked Sour Patch Kids, right? Um, but this woman, I said to her, I said, your, your son is showing me a package of Raisin it. That's He liked Raisin it. She goes, oh, my God, that was his favorite candy. That's the only thing he would eat. Or I, I was reading the psychologist that was on that lost her daughter. And I said to her, I'm seeing happy days in Cunningham, and, and her daughter liked him. And then she contacted me and said, are not going to believe this. One of the last things she did, she got so excited. She was here at Thanksgiving. My dad took her in the kitchen, and he taught her how to cut the ham. <laughs> That's validations. Not saying your kid, oh, your kid is sitting there with a doll, or your son is there and he's got a truck. 99% of boys have trucks, you know what I'm saying? I think sometimes two people don't quite get the validations, you know? Uh, I've uh. also been lashed out. I brought up a name one time, a woman I didn't know, of course, majority of people I don't know. Um, yeah, practically everyone I didn't know. And I start reading them, and I brought up a name, and she goes, oh, my gosh. I don't want to hear that name. That was my son's ex, and how dare you say that? And but I said, don't kill the messenger. It's a validation. I don't know you from Adam. I don't didn't know your son. Your son's giving me this name. Do you understand? He's validated? You came to me to validate. He's around you. He gave me this name, and and it, and what is? And it was not an ordinary name. It wasn't. It wasn't like Anne or Betty or something like. It was something a little, not out there, but different. She should have been happy that she got the validation instead of kill the messenger, you know. I don't make this stuff up. I get things sent to me, okay, through mental telepathy or whatever. I don't even know how to explain it. It's hard to. It's not like I hear voices or see dead people like see dead people at times, you know. I just can't explain it. Sometimes I get see things and what have you, but um, it just comes through me, you know. And I sometimes people that that look to get these messages and I give to them and they're like. They're, they're like, not treating me very well, you know? And I tried to explain that to him. It's like, be happy that you're getting validations, okay? What's the biggest validation with your son that you ever got? Would you say the hearts or...? you there, Chris?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. You sound like you're dozing. I sound tired. I know you don't sleep too much, so You want me to let you go or...?
2: No, I'm listening. I didn't know. So okay, okay. You've minute. got
0: about ten. You only got about ten minutes, anyhow. Um, yeah. What would you say the biggest validation with Ryan is that you've gotten, or you want to share some of them? We got about ten minutes left.
2: Um, the biggest validation so far, I think I've gotten was. Um, I have to say it was the picture the day I took it off his back and there was a big heart, a red heart under the sun with an orb in it. Because mm-hmm. I was crying and saying, "You know, I hope you know how much I loved you, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden as an orb in it I just felt that was a very strong sign.
0: mhm, you get um, a lot of hearts, right?
2: I get a lot of hearts, yes, mhm why
0: don't
2: you key, share why don't you share
0: a story with um my you know all the signs I get in being intuitive i I never got hearts from my son until this year until his uh angel anniversary. And then you let me know after it that you were praying to my son. who you never knew. Tell him what you well, did. Was, what you said.
2: I burn candles, light candles all the time for like people, you know, if they're kids or my kid or my mom and I mean my dad and brother and stuff. And so I burned a candelabra of little white candle for him. And I said, mm-hmm. I talked, I talked to him. I said, Marky, you know, I know your mom and. She's gonna she's hurt she loves you, but can you send her you know, can you give her a sign of love today? It's something mm-hmm. with a heart she hasn't had one yet and then like the next day you told me you saw her and I was like, Oh
0: my god Oh yeah, and I started getting them right and left. I've never in I have to honestly say in from my it'll be thirteen years in May with my daughter, and it was just four years for my son. I've gotten butterflies and rainbows and radio songs coming on and radio is actually coming on and TV's going on and off and washers go. I've had some crazy stuff happening to me. But I never got a heart. And I go to some of these other sign pages like, I got a heart, I got a heart, I got a heart. And I'm thinking, I never got one. Maybe they don't want me. <laughs> Maybe they just want to scare me, you know. You know, that human, human aspect of my life. And you had not told me you were that day of his angel anniversary on February second that you did this and then I posted it on my page that there was a moon and it had a heart in it and my friend sent it to me. She goes, Oh, you gotta see this. I don't know what made me take this picture and there was a face above it, it looked like my son's face and the moon and, and the heart underneath not under his chin. And then I'm talking to her the next day and she says, you're not going to believe this, but the sun is shining through, and I've got to take a picture of what my, my ceiling. takes a picture of her ceiling, and it's a heart. And she knew my – I met her because of my son, okay, because she knew my son. But I didn't know her really while he was alive. You know, she contacted me after the fact, you know. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting hearts right and left, and right after. And this is the one he started happening since February, so I never got him, so thanks, Trish. I mean, now, you know, oh, even oh. though I do this, sometimes I need validations, too, I – I, I, I need a little support at times. I think yeah, people forget that I'm also grieving okay. mom.
2: Yeah, it makes, Sorry. Okay. it makes you realize that they're okay, you know, it's a good feeling. Exactly. Get, not so it's
0: kinda of like yeah, you know, getting a vaccine. Like we all you no, know, we I don't I'm not a vaccine kind of person, but but most majority people they go and they get vaccinated l used to be uh the DBTs and all this, uh the um chicken pox and the measles, you know, the measles vaccines, all the MMRs, and then you have to get boosters. That's the only way I can describe it. Even me, being intuitive, I need that booster once in a while, especially on yeah. their birth dates and the holidays. I need a booster. And they usually come yeah. to me. They usually come to me giving me that booster. That You know, yeah. I, I talked about it in my first book, but um, this. Raising Hunters in Heaven, like, people are like, are you not done with it? No, I'm not. I wish I was. I am I want to get it out there. But there's so much in there to talk about. And the validations are almost almost unbelievable. I can't believe it, you know. And, and I, I have to say that. Doctor,
2: not... Did you see the show? one on the doctor, he was a neurologist. So he, was, he didn't. Oh, and he went he to him. heaven, you mean? Well, yeah, not, he was an atheist. Yep. He died. He didn't believe, but then he, when he went in for surgery, he died, and Mm -hmm. uh, came back, and then he had seen this beautiful angel that took him, and it happened to be like his sister had been put up for adoption. The mother had had earlier Mm -hmm. before him, you know, and so when the other sister sent a picture to him, he was like, "My God, that's who it was." So, like, even though he never met his sister. That's who came to get him when it was you know he had gone to the
0: other side, yeah they and time. they do our our relatives do come to get us because my um my daughter appeared to my husband right before he died, and he told me, and he appeared she appeared to my son three times before he died, uh, and the last time that I knew it was he didn't tell me the two other times he told me about it, but he wouldn't he didn't want to tell me about it, The January first, which would have been my husband's birthday, he'd passed nine months before my son. Mark got, was crying about it, and he goes, and he told me Meg was there with him, my daughter, and she he needed to come with her, or he he needed to get out of there, you know. That's it, a long, it's a long story, but he died a month and a day later. So she appeared to, to both her brother and her father, um, my daughter. You know, it's like people think I pick these stories out, or, oh, maybe she's imagining it, or whatever, whatever. And even when people call into the show sometimes, or even a friend of mine said to me, oh, you know those people that call. Yeah, I know you now. I know some of the people that call in. A lot of my calls, majority of them are cold calls. I've never talked to these people in my life, or I may have talked on another show like this Nathaniel, I don't remember them. You know, I really don't remember him. Um, but, you know, trust me. <laughs> Whatever I get for these people, I'm not making it up. I don't know them. It's not pre-planned, you know? I have people that contact me. You know, they'll hear the show and then they'll contact me because I give my Facebook, which is Peggy, S-M-N-E-C-P-G-G-Y-S like in Sam, I-M-M last name, and the hyphenated A-N-E-S-I if you want to join my page and tell me you found me through the show. And they'll contact me. It's like, I heard your show, but I really didn't want to talk, and I'm kind of down. I just lost, uh, you know, my child. Um, this one woman I just read recently, she lost her, around Christmas, she lost her 16-year-old son, got hit by, you know, when he was on his bicycle, and she's the one last past week. I, I even got her nickname, <laughs> which is not even on Facebook. P- some people think we Google things. Maybe some do. I don't know what the others do. I, I'm, I can only answer for me. You come on, and I don't know you, and I I'm hitting it right, boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, and it was not even publicized. I forgot she went by her middle name, but she never she only put her middle name on there. And I asked her who's, what it was Lori Lisa or whatever? She goes, that's my real name. I said, is that on your Facebook page? She goes, no. Nobody, not many people know that. And then I said, who's so and so? She goes, that's my husband's name. Now, I, she had just contacted me. I wouldn't even have time to go to her. So I didn't even know her last name, really, until, you know, they, once I they get on, I start reading. There's no way. You know what? I just – I've gotten to the point. You either believe or you don't believe, and that's kind of what I read about the synchronicities, you know. If you're open to I, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. If you don't believe, I'm not going to change it, you know, if unless it happens to you and – you contact me or another intuitive, and they tell you validate things. And it took me going to Deborah that I see after first time I ever saw an intuitive was 2006 after my sister died. And there were things that not even my family knew that she brought through, there, let alone being – I don't even think there was, a, there was no Facebook back then even. There was nothing even to Google about me. My book wasn't out. So what are you going to get my address or something maybe if you Googled my name? And Peggy's my nickname, so she didn't know my formal name. And she brought my brother, my sister, and my son was still alive at the time, my, my daughter, my mother and my father also and even my sister's godmother. There's no way she knew that. She gave said my father was calling me by a nickname that he gave me and I'm like, No, I didn't have a nickname and then I thought about the next day and oh, my god he used to say it to me all the time but not even thinking it's a nickname. There's no way that she knew that and that's what brought me to be able to to come out and say, You know what, I can do this too. I've been doing that. I would come out with things with people, friends, years ago. I was I, sitting at a um, – years ago, waiting uh, – the drugstore was right next to a pub, a friend of mine owned, And I went in with my girlfriend to have a drink, waiting for the prescription and whatever for one of my kids. Or, and I'm sitting there, and her father used to go there. I never met her father. He died long before I knew her. And I'm sitting there, and, um, you know, I'm always – was always a clown, and there's a can of Shaver sitting on the bar, you know? Well, Schaefer's been long gone. <laughs> you know, you don't see that in bars anymore. And she goes, this is, that's so weird, that can of Schaefer's sitting there. My father used to drink that. Why is that sitting there? And I said, I don't know, monkey puss. And she looked at me, and she almost fell off her stool. She goes, why did you just call me that? I said, I don't know. That was her nickname, her father gave her. I never knew that. <laughs> she, she was mortified. She goes, I think my father's here. She goes, "The Schaefer can, and you just called me the nickname. And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I don't know where this came from, and I just went on my way, you know. But then I started once I got read, and things were being told to me by Deborah that I went to see. Um, and how much she validated that nobody knew, not even some of my family knew it. Uh, a joke between me and my sister that died, and uh, the next day my father gave me, I didn't even realize until the next day. That I finally believed how real this was, you know, and that, okay, and I can do this too, you know. But I still was afraid. I said, well, can I really do this, you know. But the more I've done it, like anything else, the more you practice your your instrument or whatever you do, the better you get at it. The more you open yourself up to And that's kind of about like what I was talking about the synchronicity too. That, you know, if you believe in the, the law of attraction and, and, and if you believe, we we are all on that, um, we're all in sync, you know, I'm finding it more and more coming to my life that I can't even believe that we knew each other, a friend tonight uh, that I met a few months ago and knew my son. Like I said, something else popped up tonight. What's about somebody and it? I'm like, I can't believe you said that name. I said I used to work with her. You know, it's it's it's. You know what? It's strange to me. I want to tell people it is to you. It's weird. It's weird to me too. You know, I've got doubts about. I've always had doubts. You know, like any other human being, but. It happens, you know, and it's real, and our loved ones are around us. And um, what else can I tell you? You either believe or you don't. I can't force you, you know. You know, call in some night. You don't know me. Like I said, just give me your first name and where you're from. Or You know, if you say, say my name is Carol from Utica, New York, what am I going to do? You know how many Carols might be in Utica, New York? I'm not going to Google your name, you know. And if I start giving you messages and things, then you know I'm real test me, you know? I've had people call on the show that are bogus, too. I can feel it. And they get on, well, this and this, and, this, and, and no, no. And I know they're, they're just calling in to be jackasses. You know what I'm saying? I can feel that, too. If I keep saying, I, I can, a lot of times I'll sit there and I'll get off the phone. I'm like, that was just a, such a fake call. Nobody, they didn't even lose anybody. You know what I mean? I can feel that, too. The majority of times I can do that, so. So, Trish, we've got about three minutes left. I hope we covered something a little different. We got a little deep again, and Mouth off a little bit again, but I'm known for doing that on my show. <laughs> Telling people like it is. Um, anything you want to add to it? We got about three minutes left. You still with me, Trish? Yeah. Hello. I'm here. Okay. All I can
2: right. Be here. You want
0: to add anything? We got about three minutes left. Anything to any listeners?
2: No, I agree with everything you say. It's just a hard battle the journey of life for us, our new lives. And, you know, it would be nice if people just could understand that and be patient. Mm -hmm. And and treat
0: us us like human beings again, you know? Yeah,
2: because it makes it worse when they alienate you, you know, and then you feel more depressed because you're alone and being left out. Mm -hmm. You know, not that you need to go to anything. It's like you probably wouldn't even go, but it's just the fact.
0: You know, yeah, like try us, us, you know. Try, be there for us. I mean, we, we, we need you, you know. We need yeah. you. I, I kind of have to giggle the last two minutes. I got a call from my, my grandson, my late daughter's son. I have, she had two children. And my grandson called me on Easter and we talked for about an hour. And he came out with something and I had a laugh, but then I had a question and he go, because of everything that's happened. And I, so I haven't seen him since July and, Whatever, I talked to him and his girlfriend. He's going to be 21, so he's not a baby anymore. And he says to me, You know what? I'm amazed. And I'm like, What? He goes, You? He's a smart smart ass, too. My like, grandson. Of you got to love him, right? So What do you mean you're amazed at me? He goes, I'm amazed you're still here. I'm like, What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? You know, at I I, I, first I took it like, Well, we've had so many losses, so you probably figure I'd go next, you know? And I'm like – and I, I kind of had to laugh at them, and I was like, well, I hope that I'm amazing a lot of other people of the strength that I got. I, I ain't going nowhere fast, hopefully, you know. Like, when it's my time, it's my time, you know. But I'm like uh-uh. – some of the things that people come out with, even family, and we're down to our last minute. So I'm going to – Trish, I, again, I want to thank everybody who called in and listened. And at the end of the show, I'll give it about 15 minutes. You can go back and listen to the archives or any – Archive Forever, all my shows starting last January is about 50, 60 shows. So, anyhow, this is uh, Peggy S. so You can find me on Facebook. Let me know you found me through the show. The author of Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, uh, easiest way to get it on Amazon, including Kindle, um, on every Tuesday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and um, Pacific Time, and figure them all out from that time. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night with uh, a surprise, I guess. Okay. Trish, thanks for calling in, helping out Nathaniel. Thank you for calling in, and thank you, everybody else who's listened to the show tonight. So, thanks, Chris. Thank I'll talk to you. Okay, you. everybody hang in there. God bless. And um, yes, yeah. look for the signs our loved ones send us. That's what my show is about. And uh, we'll have other mediums on soon again. And uh, we'll be doing readings for shows, okay? So, good night, everyone. God bless. Have a good evening.
2: Thank okay. you.
0: God bless you. Good night.